Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Howard Simon and Jeremy White. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying, yeah. Partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to the weekend. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Happy Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. And of course, hunkering down for the XFL opener. Followed by the USFL in July. Football never ends. Mock drafts, spring football, late night hockey tomorrow night. Big, big things coming up on the uh, on the agenda. Good morning, hanging out. What's new? Not much. Short sleeves today, huh? I, mean, I took off my fleece. I was going to say, it's a little chilly outside yeah. for short sleeves. Layering. By the way, um, that's snow, right? It's yeah. snowing, yeah. So a little bit of snow. Yep. And there could be Ben has more on this. I'm not. It's not like crazy. Don't go out, but there could be some icing uh, with the cold weather and the precipitation. So be aware that there might be some icing issues on the roads. There's a winter weather advisory for most of us. So just a little heads up on that. Okay, I'm, I, I am advised. You're advised. I, well, it's part of what we do around here. Uh, we have a mock draft. I would like to get to at some points. So there's a lot of stuff. I don't know where you wanted to start. But um, I saw a mock draft of the Bills taking a running back, and I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I get it, but I don't get it. Does that make sense? I, no. I don't understand why there's this, I don't know where you want to start. I'm sorry, I got like eight thoughts in my head this morning. I have no idea why this is happening. I would say you could call it a groundswell of support. Why? It's, it's starting. Does, do, do you think it's, does one person do a mock draft and all the other people do mock drafts, see it and go, yeah, you know what, they're right. The Bills should take a running back. Then all of a sudden... Everybody mocks the Bills a running back? I, I just don't understand this. They would, they're going to draft a running back and then what? Not use him? Or worse, use him? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I don't. Uh, anyway, so, all right, I'm ready to go. Well, we can start there. Joe and Sal talked about it a lot yesterday, and we talked about it yesterday, too, about B. John Robinson. Yeah. Because in our weekly chat with Joe Marino of the Draft Network, this is, this is where you're going to be conflicted, Howard. Joe said of the B. John Robinson idea, he wouldn't be mad about it. He's a stud running back? That he's, it's, that he's that good. He is Saquon Barkley. He is, he is that good that if the Bills were to do it, he's that good. Okay, but wouldn't that, wouldn't that necessarily lead you to think there's a shift in offensive philosophy? Would they be trying to want to run the ball more then? I don't know that the Bills have an offensive philosophy under Ken Dorsey. Mm, right. I don't it's changed ten times and it's been running backs that they don't use and mm-hmm. you know, dressing four receivers that I 
No, I, I, I can't think about anything about their changing philosophy. And if they decide their philosophy is they want to run the ball more, then we have issues. I mean, that's not, and that's part of why the running back discussion bothers me. Because if, if we sat here and said, list of things the Bills need to get in the offseason. Wide receiver, two wide receivers actually, at least one, maybe two offensive linemen, a tackle, an interior offensive lineman, safety help. You can always get cornerback depth. If you don't resign Edmonds, you have a crying need for a linebacker. I mean, there's so many other things to get to for a team that doesn't have a ton of cap space before you get to running back. And again, if you look at the running the running game, well, anyway, why am I talking about this? Todd McShay's mock first his post Super Bowl mock is out, right? So I went and looked at it today. I like McShay. I've always I've always liked his work. So he has four quarterbacks going in the top nine. Maybe you're not surprised about that. But I'm thinking about wide receivers, right? So I'm scrolling down, scrolling down. First wide receiver goes off the board at 12 to Houston in this mock draft. That's Quentin Johnston. And then I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. When's, how many receivers are on the board when the Bills pick? Scrolling, scrolling. Nothing, nothing. No wide receiver. No. Well, this is great. No wide receivers. If it plays out like this, it's not going to be fun. 23, a run starts. Wide receiver at 23 to Minnesota. I assume an Adam Thielen replacement. Which one? Jordan Addison? And you were That's a Thielen me. replacement. I, I, let me pull up his mock. Uh, Plays in the slot plenty. 23, wide receiver. 24, Jacksonville, wide receiver. 25, Giants, wide receiver. Three straight wide receivers right before, well, the Bills pick at 27. 23, wide receiver was, dun-dun-dun-dun, Jordan Addison. Okay. 24, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Hmm. 25, Zay oh. Flowers. Oh, man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in a ball on the floor. <laughs> In the, the fetal play, position. If the draft plays out that way. Jacksonville <laughs> taking a running back is ve- or a receiver. receiver yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Are they? Is there a key free agent they're losing? No. They have Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, and they're getting Calvin they're getting Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, There's no way Jacksonville's that? taking a receiver. Let me see what he wrote. Knock on wood. I just don't think so. The Giants definitely could. Meanwhile, the Giants just signed Isaiah Hodgins to a contract. Hmm. He was going to be an exclusive rights free agent. Right. Of course, they yeah. grab him off the Bills practice squad, and... He's now a NFL receiver in the league with the Giants. So congratulations to him. That's the funny thing about... But they, they need are, receiver help, right? You could make a case for the Giants, couldn't you? Yeah, oh yeah. But I'm talking about Isaiah Hodgins here. Mm-hmm. That is a good story for Bills player development. Right. The bad news is he's not on the Bills anymore. That's why a teller. <laughs> hey, look, you drafted an offensive lineman. What was teller? Fifth round? Yes. But and, teller, I don't know, did teller show any signs that he could be useful? No. Here? No. No. Where Hodgins did this year, for the first time ever, Hodgins, there was a little bit of a, ooh, this guy might actually be able to contribute, and turns out he is developed, and you know he's not exactly like a number one, but he's on the Giants now, mm-hmm. and they got him for free. Yeah, they got you. You planted the seeds, you watered the plant, it grew into something, and then they came and scooped it up, and now mm-hmm. it's in their yard. So his uh, McShay for Jacksonville does point out Christian Kirk signing paid off. Calvin Ridley should be a factor. But they still need another pass, a pass catcher, especially because Evan Ingram at the tight end is a free agent. <coughs> I was a little surprised. And with that, they're going to take Jackson Smith and Jigba? Yeah. Okay. And then the Bills at 27, running back Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. McShay points out Bills running backs totaled 1,418 yards last season, 24th best in the NFL. Only four teams had fewer rushing touchdowns from their group of running backs. Seven. That's because they have their quarterback run it in. Right. And he said, Gibbs, the Bills could team him. Get this. The Bills could team Gibbs up with Cook and Hines. 
You need three running backs? Is this the wishbone? Three running backs? Are you kidding me? Who does that? If they're drafting this kid, it's because they're cutting Naeem Mines. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> this is not, it kind of, I'm trying to remember if it reminded me a little bit of the, leading up to the C.J. Spiller draft, when our colleague Joe Biscaglia was like, hey guys, I think they're going to draft a running back. I'm like, no! I just don't get this. I don't get this at all. I don't need a shift in offensive philosophy. If they draft a running back first, what are they, are they going to, is he going to be like a bell cow? No, that's not what they do. They don't like heavily rely on a running back for tons of touches. At the end of the season, we were talking about how they didn't throw the ball to Naheem Hines and James Cook. They didn't use these guys enough. So I don't understand the growing sentiment and the mocks because let's face it, that's not the top need for the Bills this offseason. They need to fit, make their passing game better. They need more weapons, not in the running back game, for Josh Allen. So I, I, whatever. I don't get it. If that happens, I'm not. I don't know how I won't be mad if they took a running back in the first round because that's another day one or day two asset on a running back. What's that one? Four, four times in the McBean era. Yeah. Really? They've already done it three. That's a position that they've, more than any other people say, oh, you can just get a guy anywhere. Yeah, You're going to do it four times. And they've done it three times, and you just listed all those stats about how much they have their running backs contribute. Four, seven, right? Four picks and a trade? Well, yeah. the, the Heinz Cook, pick was Singletary, a trade for Moss, a pick. Hines. Yeah. No, they would have used, this would be a fourth, first two days draft asset, and you also traded for a running back. Five. And, yeah, five draft picks. Would be used. Yeah, they it. used a fifth round pick basically for Hines. Right? Yep. Culture getting a fifth round pick. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with this. What are we? What are we doing? You know, if the Titans did this, we might look at it and go, "Well, that Tennessee likes to run the ball." What are we talking about? Well, I, I think McShay and someone like Joe Marino, Matt Perino, also had this as well. That the Bills and running back, it's not running back. It would only be, I think, in the words of for Joe Marino of the Draft Network, who joined us yesterday at eight. If you want to find that, basically, that it he wouldn't do it for Gibbs. He would only do it for one B. guy, one guy. B. Only. John Robinson, third best player or one of the best hmm. three players in the draft. If he were to fall that far, he would not be mad at the Bills for doing it. Is, is how he phrased it, which is not the same as, yeah, just draft Jameer Gibbs if he's right there at twenty-seven. So the idea would be, you know, how things fall. There, there for the Bills draft, and this was true last year. It's 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 one of the spots I will defend them in, in terms of the way they approached the draft last year. You know, they could have done more, but the, when you're picking as late as the Bills are, like that mock draft you just laid out by Todd McShay, receivers going 23, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. If you get to 23 and you want a receiver really bad, let's say the Bills want mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba really bad, yep. and they call Minnesota, no dice, we want Jordan Addison, we're going to take him. Right. You call Jacksonville, no dice, we're taking him. Okay, call, call the, the Giants, Giants right. no dice. Right. We need a receiver also. So sometimes you can get shut out. You're not aggressive enough. You don't get into that spot. And then, you know, you look at your draft board. Well, we only had four first-round receivers. What do we do now? Uh, take a guard. Here's my question. It's funny. In this mock draft, right before the receiver run, Baltimore picks a 22, and they take Bijan Robinson. So if, if the Bills, if, if this is playing out as McShay's draft falls, right, and we get into the 20s, and only one receiver is off the board. What are the odds? The Bills call Seattle at 20, the Chargers at 21, or the Ravens at 22. If they're thinking there's going to be a run of receivers in that Minnesota-Jacksonville Giants area, what are the odds Brandon Bean is willing to call one of the teams before that run and go, I need to move up like five spots, six spots, whatever it is? Those odds are always very good with the Bills. 
because they love to trade up. I'm good with that. They have Go traded ahead and up. get ahead of everybody. It's 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 another one of the marks against them in terms of their draft picks. They've not had great drafts these last couple of years. They're still a good team, a great team. They've not had great drafts, and they do trade up. So one of the reasons they maybe don't have great drafts is they go in a little more than they should. I mean, trading up for a quarterback in Josh Allen, you always trade up for a quarterback, and nobody's going to get mad about that. But they trade up for so many other pieces, mm-hmm. whether that's, I mean, way, way back to Zay Jones. But um, they moved up for Elam a couple spots, right? They moved up for Tremaine. They moved up. Yep. They, they are, you should look at their draft history right now. I, I didn't think we were going to get too far into the trades of this. But still, the number of times the Bills have moved up four or five spots, it's a lot. They, they target a guy that they don't think will get to them, and they go after it, whether that's they trade up for Dawkins, trade up for Dawson Knox maybe even. Not every one of these spots is a trade up. Singletary, like second, third, fourth round, they do tend to slide around a little mm-hmm. bit. So would they trade? Would they call Baltimore to move up for a receiver? I think absolutely. You should never count out the Bills when it comes to moving in the draft because they do have a pretty strong belief in their own process and system yep. to say, no, 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 it was worth trading an additional fourth or a fifth to get that guy because he was the last one on this tier of players that we, we scouted. I, I just, like I said, I wonder what they're thinking. And I'll tell you what, you brought up Saquon Barkley. I'm trying, I don't know that there is a scenario right, where you could convince me that the Bills taking a running back in the first round is a good idea, even if it's the best running back in the draft. You brought up Saquon Barkley. I will tell you what, the one name that popped into my head in this running back discussion and how I would, all right, give me your best information on this. I keep flashing back to San Francisco and the trade for McCaffrey, and McCaffrey turns out to be a great pickup for the 49ers. And, you know, they don't make it to the Super Bowl, but that's because 75 quarterbacks were injured for them. McCaffrey was huge for that offense, and McCaffrey got a ton of touches. You know, he ran the ball, he caught the ball, he was a big weapon for those guys, and that was a fantastic pickup. So I I understand, but that's also Brock Purdy, you know? There's a pretty good quarterback here. A guy who's a little bit better than Brock Purdy, so why wouldn't you want to help him in terms of weapons in the passing game? This is where I know you're probably yelling at the radio, guys, a running back can be a weapon in the passing game. I just don't, don't get it, don't like it, and even if you told me this guy is McCaffrey or Barkley, I would still tell you, I just don't think it's a priority piece for the Bills. You would, you could go in at least three other directions with the first pick, and I would take at least three wide receiver, offensive line, safety. And it's, you could probably find other cases to make, but at least three positions that I would say those are priorities on day one and day two in your draft looking at your depth chart, not running back. Well, think about San Francisco. Why do they want McCaffrey? To cover up their quarterback. That's right, and he and he went and he did. He, he did. He, he does. really helped out. He's Brock Purdy. Right. He's excellent. And that they make that trade before Purdy isn't Garoppolo the quarterback at the time. But it's not ooh, important because yeah. it's not like they wouldn't Either have made way, the trade. It's not like Garoppolo was an elite level. quarterback. No, no. That, and that's my point is if Garoppolo's the guy and Purdy's not in there, they're still making that trade because they're trying to build an offense out of everything but the quarterback. That's right. You're Be- trying to help this guy. Yeah. as much as not you that know. they don't want that quarterback, but you know the Kyle Shanahan system and how they kind of chew through running backs. They wanted a guy that can do it all, and they got the guy that does it all. Mm-hmm. And if you watch how they use McCaffrey, he lines up as a receiver, and they throw him the ball out there, which yeah. is something that is not at all been a feature of the Ken Dorsey offense yet. And, you know, yet's big. He's only been a coach for one year. So I, I, I'm, I'm ready to have the conversation for the next 10 weeks, but it's not going to move me off of receiver. I, mm-hmm. I can't. 
I can't get mad about anything they do until I see the full draft. Although I might reserve the right to get mad by like the fourth round. <laughs> because if there's no receiver on this roster in free agency or by the fourth round, then that's malpractice. By the way, the Bills traded up for Shakir too. 20 spots. Huh. Traded up 20 spots to get Shakir. They traded up two spots for Elam. From twenty five to twenty three, yeah, that cost him a fourth round okay, pick. Okay, but that you knew, right? They were they were they had to get a cornerback. Let's not miss out. We love this guy. Go get him. Move up. Okay, do well, that for a receiver. Well, one year later, how's that look? I mean, Elam couldn't get on the field for a while. Right, he was behind the sixth round pick, which is an argument against trading up. You traded up two spots to get a corner who you know his career might still be fine, and he did have contributions along the way, but as a rookie, that was a trade up. Cost you a fourth round pick. Who could they have had in the fourth round? Did they draft a receiver in the fourth round? If they have that pick, did they draft a a, a guard, tackle help? Did they draft. I mean, I'm trying to think like what other position running back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe they they take the Naheem Hines answer there after they've already taken Cook. Probably not. But the point is, they do love to slide around and move up. It's it's really one of the one of the hallmarks of their draft strategy is identifying and honing in on specific guys and moving up. Two spots, a fourth round pick to move up two, two spots. spots. Right. See, and that's and also like I'm I'm looking at McCaffrey's numbers. Okay, so he gets traded to San Francisco. He ends up playing eleven games for the Niners. He had 159 carries in yeah. eleven games, so he averaged he had 200 touches, 14 carries a game, right? And and he averaged five catches a game, so he averaged almost 20 touches a game. Yeah, he was a monster. Bills aren't doing that. No. I'm, and honestly, I don't know that I would want the Bills to do that. I think the Bills, the Bills, quite honestly, it's the, one of the things that troubled me was the was for what three years now running about how the Bills need to run the ball better out of the bye. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Elena Getzenberg did a piece at ESPN.com and it showed how the running numbers went way up out of the bye. Right, the Bills went from like 110 rushing yards to like 150 a game out of the bye going forward. Okay, great. We spent the last half of the season going, what the hell's wrong with the offense? They ran the ball. They ran the ball much better, much more stats, more of this, more of that. And we sit here going, why does the offense not look right? Well, they're running the ball better. So this, the, the, there's just, to me, and this, it's just puzzling to think, well, there's a weakness in this offense. And the weakness is at running back. And they're going to take a first-round pick and use it on something that we look at and go, uh, you know, the passing game needs to be better, right? You got to throw the football better. You got to have more weapons for Josh Allen. You've got to have, and they don't have to be all elite, right? The elite weapon in Kansas City is not a receiver. It's the tight end. The wide receiver is a good group. There's nobody elite in that group, but it's a, you know, it's, it's a depth of quality at the position and the Bills don't have that. So that's, that's another thing too. Like if they did use a running back in round one, how much are they going to use the guy? Is he getting 20 touches a game? No. That's not what the Bills do with their running back. No, he would if James Cook were not available. By the way, the numbers on the, on the running out of the bye, that's the elbow injury, right? Yeah, I'm sure that's That's, that's why? It. Yeah, I'm sure. The offense went south because they started running a little more and throwing a little less and throwing a little less effectively, and that's what happened. It is ironic that some would look at that and say they need to run it more, more. or better when that's what happened. They did do that. Right. Well, and by, 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 by force, they did that, I yeah, guess. They were forced into that spot. They did run it more. They did run it better. And the offense looked worse. Right. And that's why I just don't the, – the discussion of what this team needs to do to be better. Like, 
it's definitely more on the offensive side of the ball. The defense, the defense, the story of the defense in 2022 was what? Injuries. Injuries, right. It wasn't, there's a flaw in this defense. I mean, if you wanted to point something out, honestly, you would say the pass rush after Von Miller was hurt wasn't very good. Okay. I'm still not going to tell you, by the way, I don't want them taking a defensive end in the first round again. But the story of this offseason is clearly how to make the offense better, right? We didn't really freak out about what was going on with the defense because everybody was injured. Trey wasn't healthy until Thanksgiving. He comes back. Von Miller goes out. Edmonds misses some time. Milano misses some time. You know, you're you're playing young guys at the other cor- at the cornerback spots. Hyde goes out. Poyer's playing through five different injuries or whatever he had. It, it, you know, the story of the defense was not necessarily problems. It was more about injuries. The story of the offense is something didn't look right. The line, maybe they didn't protect Josh well enough. The passing game wasn't good enough. You know, they they all of a sudden had trouble. They went into funks offensively. And But the answer, again, is just, I'm sorry, it's just not running back. If If they did do that in round one, I would honestly wonder, what are they thinking? Like, what what do Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean want this offense to be? Why do they think adding that position would be so important to the Bills' offense going forward? And that would be puzzling to me. 803-0550 to join us. 888-552-550. We'll get connected with our fans. CJ in Buffalo will get us started. You're on WGR. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, uh, why is it that we draft best player available so often when it comes to the fact that we don't we don't use those players. And I'll give you an example. We drafted uh Kyrie Elam who mostly played corner as a uh man coverage type player. Uh which was why Benford kinda got more play over him because he was he was a lot more regular with zone in college. And we don't we took him best player available and I guess you can say that was a need uh during that draft. But we don't play that style of play, so we kind of forced it. It's like, yeah, he's right there when we can find speed or somebody with better attributes to add to an offense and say, let's score more other than forcing somebody to play our defense. Same thing with offense. And offense, we, we're drafting running backs. We don't run often. And I know Cook is supposed to be a, a phenomenal receiving back, but we don't do screens. Oh, but he's the best player available at something that we need. Okay, I this need thing is kind of getting to the point where, like, stop going with need. Let's go with helping our offense. You know, we don't – no matter what player we draft, we're not going to get the most out of that player because we don't run that style for that player to be his best. Elam we, is, is in his own defense, and he's a man corner. Yes, he can learn it. I, 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 I'm sure he can. We have great coaches. But that also takes time. And we're in a window where we can't keep taking time. We have an OC where we need to take time. We can't keep taking time for everybody to learn and be nice. Like, are we going to wait into the window and be like, oh, these guys are great now. Uh, but we missed our window because everybody else got better too in the league. Mm-hmm. I, it's just it's to the point where, like, what what's our goal? CJ, I'm glad you brought this up. Like, the idea but everybody else getting better too. It's, yeah, it's always a moving target. And I saw something yesterday. Football Outsiders did their early rankings of next year's teams via DVOA. Now, DVOA... What does it stand for? What is the formula? FootballOutsiders.com will break it all down. It is pretty universally accepted as a good and fair way to evaluate who's good. Offense, defense, Mm -hmm. you know, strength of opponent is factored in. It it seems to be, in the football world, pretty well thought of. Number one DVOA team for next year, according to Football Outsiders right now, it's the Bills. 
Really? Yeah. Well, no kidding. Yep. Wouldn't have guessed it. Right? You would have guessed they were like third? Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, Chiefs, Eagles, whatever, somebody. Yep. Yeah. They're number one. Which, there are two ways to look at that. Number one is, what are you worried about? Yeah. They're right. great. But the other way, and I think the way that they will look at it, and the way that a lot of us will and should look at it is, yeah, the window is, we're still in it. We're in the thick of the window. Mm-hmm. You are already great. The right decisions will get it done. Right? That, that's really what post-13 seconds was. You are on the doorstep. The right decisions will get this over the line. Brandon Bean can only do so much. You know, His job is to work from now until kind of the start of training camp. And, you know, signings after that are really prayers, like Beasley and Brown. But when I saw that, I thought, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want to know. That's, exa- that's great news. They're still viewed as arguably the best team in football. They got some bad injury luck and had a bad game. But you don't get to hold on to that spot just because right. co- just, just you're there. You've got to stay ahead of the other teams that are also all moving targets, which makes it, you know... A big off season, and I think last off season, you look back at it, and you you could have plenty of questions if they handled it right. So, they're number one according to DVOA, which I think presents as an opportunity. I right now we got to get to break, so if you're on hold, hang on. We do have lines open, but I will bring up the Cincinnati Bengals. Do you remember Brandon Bean's end of the season news conference, and he made a reference to Jamar Chase? I don't want to suck so bad, or whatever the wording was. Yep. So I can be in position to take Jamar Chase. It's the concept. If we're when people bring up the Bengals. It's not that you got to get to fifth to get the best receiver in the draft. It's, hey, look, they had Tyler Boyd, and then they drafted T. Higgins, and then they drafted Jamar Chase, Which, and they prioritized the position. By the way, Higgins was 33rd overall in the draft. You had those two guys, and you still took Jamar Chase. The question is for the Bills and for Bean. If they had already had Chase, would they have taken Higgins no, 33? No, I don't think they would that's have. The, and that's the problem. That's the key. It's right, not, yeah, right. anybody can take Jamar Chase fifth. Would you stock your cupboard with right. receivers, three of them, right. that are that good? That's the Bengals discussion think, for me. If you're going to say, let's be the Bengals, then you don't say, well, we already have two receivers. Why do we need to add this? You get deeper at that position. You prioritize that. Again, I forget where Boyd was drafted. But Second on, round. Boyd was second round. Okay, so that's a second round, a second round, and then Chase at fifth. Right. It's fifth overall, 33rd overall, and then Boyd was 55th overall. Three receivers taken in the top 55 picks. And now we look at Cincinnati, and I think everybody says, one through three, best top three in the league. Right? Yep. Okay, so do that. You know, don't sit back and go, well, we've got one guy, or we've got two guys, we don't need three guys. Yeah, you do. Do what they're doing for Joe Burrow. 803-0550 803-0550 to join us, 888-550-2550. We've got lines open. If you're just joining us, hi, it's Friday. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, I was looking at the Todd McShay mock draft at ESPN.com this morning. Bills are taking a running back. Not even the first running back off the board, by the way. The second running back off the board. How would you feel if the Bills took a running back? There's a lot of mocks saying the Bills need to get a running back with their first pick. I would be more upset than when they took Josh Allen. <laughs> I was yeah, upset. But we, we did get over that quick because we did. At least we did want a quarterback. I was, I was not happy that night. But we did want a quarterback, right? And we knew like, they were going to do it. We were nervous, yeah, but we at I least wanted nervous. the quarterback. And as soon as you know, he got past the. All right, let's see how this goes. They got a quarterback. We don't want a running back. No. All right, let's get to a break, and we'll take your calls eight zero three zero five fifty to join us on that. Whatever else is on your mind, we always love hearing from you on WGR. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.